0: Hello. Hi, everyone. Hey, how's it going? Oh, my gosh. I don't know
1: why I feel like this Zen moment. I don't know why I have no idea. You know, when you sort of like you're doing this hectic incline in a Mm. big plane, a small one where you can feel every bump and so forth. And it feels like you're like, uh, just sort of screeching uh, out of the atmosphere. And then you uh, reach a cruising altitude and the engines quiet and you're sort of coasting and you're looking at the clouds and the sunset. I'm gonna throw a sunset in there and it feels great. For some reason, Mm. I feel like
0: that right now. Maybe it's your presence. (laughs) I'm not sure. Oh, thank you.
1: (laughs) But it feels like it has been a swift take up, uh, Mm. you know, take off against gravity. And it's been a a bumpy, turbulent ascent. Anyways. You
0: know, like everyone always says sort of like things just slow down, sort of July, August time. I'm like, I'm not feeling that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why is that not happening in my universe? Mm. Uh, It's funny you
1: say that. I've been... Coaching a lot. Like, people are not taking vacation right now. I, I think mm. people are really burning. I, I'm, I, there's a lot of viruses going on. People are sick mm. right now. People are doing a lot of contacting, travel, frenetic. It is not uh, yeah. quiet in people's yeah, lives right not, now. Uh, so, know. to be clear, I feel like this Zen moment right now. But we're going to hit turbulence as soon as I get off this uh, recording <laughs> and leave this beautiful space that we record in. And it's going to be back to crazy as usual. So, yeah, it's just well, a temporary Well, let's hope we can recoup. make these
0: moments count.
1: Yes, this is all we've got, philosophically speaking. <laughs> we don't know if we have tomorrow or the next minute. Oh, okay, but it's not yet whiskey hour. So tell me, relationship desk... Yeah, I feel like I need to of-
0: pull you back from the ledge, my love.
1: I know, I know. I'm getting too crazy. What's what's going on at the relationship desk of love, summer edition?
0: So, I've got some news for you. If you are a gentleman right now and you are listening to this, you'd probably be quite delighted with what I'm going to share.
1: <laughs> uh, um, sex is great for your health and you should do it four times a week. I literally actually had a husband ask me to tell their wife that last week. I, I promise no word of a lie, but it is okay. Sorry.
0: Go on. Well, I'm going to give you something that would help in that scenario. Oh, okay. So I read a post which was about, uh, so the the headline is, men who have sex at least twice a week are less likely to have a heart attack. Ah. Oh. So it says, the sexual activity of 1,000 men aged 40 to 70 will tracked Um, which began in 1987. Over a 16-year period, each man was routinely quizzed about how often they had sex and then checked for signs of heart disease. The results published in the American Journal showed that men who have made love at least twice a week are up to 45% less likely to develop life-threatening heart conditions than the men who only have sex around once a month or less. Oh,
1: I'm so excited. I'm Googling this right now. And I found the study. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. The protective benefits may be many. Okay. Keep going. I'm excited.
0: That's all I've got. I've just got like a little snippet. Sounds like you've just Googled and got oh, even more than that. God,
1: are you kidding me? This is my thing. Okay. So sex is a form <laughs> of exercise. Yes. Strengthens your heart, lowers your blood pressure, reduces stress, huge, and improves your sleep. In mm. addition, intimacy in a relationship can increase bonding can lower feelings of loneliness, depression, anxiety, all of which have been linked to higher heart disease risk. So, um, it's so funny. Um, as long as your doctor has given you the go ahead and you aren't experiencing any (laughs) symptoms, it's okay to return to your normal activities. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, please. Like, you know, why do you even have to ask me? There's almost (laughs) never that I'd be like, you can't have sex. I'd be like, give her and give her and give her again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm excited.
0: Well, now we have the official word on the street: is go out there twice a week, get your jiggy on, get your jiggy on, absolutely.
1: Okay, this is very thrilling.
0: Ah, oh, okay.
1: Well, um, I feel like singing, so um, yeah. Go on. I feel like dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Oh, okay. But I do have to say, so there was an elder couple that were seeing me in clinic. And I just mentioned, you know, for any sexual activity, um, just for this particular health condition, just use lubricant and a lot of it. And the husband just piped right up, flew out of his chair. And he's like, tell my wife, how many times a week? And I was like, <laughs> and the wife was wagging her finger, saying, "No, you know, tell him to get off me, and, and and that, and and so forth." So, I refrained from telling this couple that they needed to have sex a certain number of times a week. But I just said, you know, make it comfortable for all. It's good yes. for your health, and lubricant.
0: Well, I think that's the key thing, right? That you both got to want to partake in it
1: oh and gosh and we've talked about this right um, yeah. sometimes you don't feel like it so how do you get in the mood if you decide that you do want to engage mm. in sexual activity because it brings you closer but your body yeah. isn't initially responding so how do you bring that online yeah. Uh, topic that we always talk about and we'll keep talking about it
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. okay all right mm-hmm. shall we skip to a hot topic
1: oh I'm skipping so yeah let's go
0: Where has all the fun gone? Mm,
1: Okay. (laughs) 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 All right, all right. No, I mean, yes, the disillusionment phase of a relationship. Mm. It's the crash after the infatuation, after the 24-hour bender on unmentionable drugs. Yes,
0: yes. I think, like, some of it is just really being quite deliberate and making time for each other and time to have fun together I think we'll get really mm. caught up in sometimes it's not about the relationship being in a kind of an unhappy space or you know not kind of facing kind of too many challenges or having kind of a negative relationship or unhealthy relationship sometimes it's not about that it's just that life takes over and actually kind of just even snatching the tiniest bit of time together to have mm. some fun can be quite tricky and I do think that it's one of the I think it's a bit like sex right so you get out with the habit mm. of having sex I mm. think you get out with the habit of having fun oh my god yes
1: yes 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 I and I read somewhere that I don't know if this is true but just something that you know the more that we retreat retreat from having fun the less we share the more resentment mm. the more space yeah. that grows between us and we get less vulnerable with our partners and then it keeps compounding Then we're not sharing yeah it's absolutely true i have learned so much in the last few months of the importance of fun and vulnerability and closeness and they're all tied in a circle
0: i had no idea see maybe fun is one of your values too you just didn't realize it
1: (gasps) i realized that i have fun in certain ways and giving permission to myself to have fun, but it takes a lot of vulnerability. Yeah, I Mm. don't like being playful. I I didn't enjoy my childhood. So I was very excited (laughs) to be an an adult. And and so I just closed the door on fun. I thought, oh, fun is for children. I didn't like being a child, particularly. Mm. I'm very happy being an adult. Uh, But I realized it was a missing ingredient in my relationship. So yes, fun. Uh, You get out of the practice. Uh, And some of us weren't even in the adult practice. And we had to Mm. learn as adults, like learning to do cartwheels as a 44 year old
0: <laughs>
1: not yeah. easy okay so so yeah so what's bringing what's coming up for you I mean I'm tripping over my words here
0: so I think like for me I definitely know or having kind of um, understanding kind of more about who I am as a person what I value what's important to me so I know and I've kind of shared on the podcast many times before that fun is kind of like a major value of mine I can't really kind of if I, if I feel like everything is just too serious too kind of like Same old, same old. There's nothing that kind of breaks up the general day-to-day of things that we need to do. You Uh know, everyone's got stuff that has to be done, right? Like, you know, my washing was piling up, I had to do it. Uh Uh (laughs) You know, these are things that we have to do. It's not necessarily fun things to do, but the stuff we've got to do. Uh and life is made up of kind of things that are like that but it's also made up of these beautiful moments that we can kind of experience fun and joy and but i kind of i needed to be there on a on a regular kind of daily basis like even just in conversation so i think often we'll think about fun as being an activity or something that we're doing that kind of creates fun Mm -hmm. like i think just generally kind of being should feel fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I just think most aspects of your life should have some kind of fun element mm. attached to them
1: I love that fun is such a I have till recently been like <laughs> fun <laughs> so superfluous but it, it's, it's so amazing odd, how you've though. made that you're, it, you're right I didn't know that even it was my like missing like need a,
0: you know even a smile shared between you strange as like that that's something that's fun. It gives you kind of like that warmthness, that kind of reminds you that you're a human being again, right? Like so it can come in the in the smallest of moments as well as you know, some of the kind of, you know, more deliberate acts that we traditionally think of as fun.
1: Oh, you've got that. I, I'm thinking about being on any large major subway, major city subway, mm. where there's always crazy yeah. going on and yeah. you've got a car full of strangers and somebody's doing this weird thing. And then everybody kind of looks at each other and shares the mm. smile of what the hell is going on? Yeah. What is that person wearing? <laughs> what are they, what kind of, what are they on today? Um, and it, it is, I, oh gosh, that feeling doesn't everybody, as we mentioned this, doesn't this surge of, ah, beautiful, like warmth yeah. flow through your body as you think mm. about that shared smile with everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't be beat. It's beautiful.
0: But I think it's so important in a relationship to have kind of whatever your version of fun is. So everyone has mm. kind of a different version. For some, yeah. it might be that, you know, they, they really kind of major on the hume on the humor factor and they want to have that kind of shared um humor together in a relationship for others Uh it might be kind of you know i regularly want to be out there doing sporting things together Mm. or we've got a real kind of love of food therefore kind of that's our element of fun like everybody's got their own Mm. interpretation of what fun means to them and they'll have generally it's it's the fun and the humour of life is generally what kind of brings us to people. Mm. You know, when you ask somebody what do you find attractive in your partner, very often it is kind of a, really a, like the sense of humour. Mm. And we'll have a shared connection over that. So mm-hmm. it's I think it's important to every single relationship to be able to keep, maintain, to um, not lose sight of and to make time for fun. Right, 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 right. Oh my gosh. That's it.
1: This is so, this is so critical. It's so wonderful. Um, it, just because I've just literally just, uh, stumbled upon this and the mm. fact that fun can be so different. It's, it's funny how like, but we, this fades and we forget, um, we say we want sense of humor, but then we don't contri- We stop after a while contributing to the fun and the humor yeah. in our relationship and the laughter starts to fade and to stop. And yeah. So I I think um fun is a um, verb um it's uh creating moments it's contributing your part of it like Mm. we look for somebody with a good sense of humor but that's not that they're going to be doing stand-up routines for us all the time we have to we have to bring the environment for that
0: yeah it's part of the kind of the banter in the back and forth isn't it it's part of that kind of connection and you almost kind of like um we'll feed each other in those moments
1: yes Yes, yes. Oh, gosh. This is this is lovely. So um, let's say that there's a bunch of people, and I've been here, where you feel like you used to have fun and you haven't anymore, and you're feeling terribly sad. Mm. Uh, and you have a feeling that it's, it's both of you. It's a two to tango that life has just gotten in the way. The infatuation stage has sort of transitioned to the disillusionment or so forth or sort of a phase where you're not you know rose colored glasses giddy over each other all the time you're not trying so hard honestly neither of you um but there are commonalities there, there are things that you guys um share and you want to get this back online what do you do
0: so i think the key thing you've said and that is you're just not trying anymore yeah. both of you yeah. so like we get this quite a lot so um you know when when I do work with couples then you get to hear kind of both sides of the story right and so one of the really powerful exercises to do is to really look at their their relationship from a holistic point of view to look at exactly kind of where would you if you were going to rate different aspects of the relationship what would you rate them as and Uh. if you were going to then kind of look to the future and say well actually do you know what we are pretty sound in all these areas we're kind of reasonably satisfied with kind of all the segments that a relationship has like what would be happening what would be different and I think fun is often one of those elements that can get scored low because generally when when couples come at that point it's because they have got things that need resolving so and and often what you will discover as part of the work together is that actually they're not making the relationship priority they're not making um, you know scheduling time to spend with each other to be able to do some of the things that they they actually want and desire in the relationship so I think you know making time for each other is super important especially when you feel like mm. you're quite saddened in your relationship and it's really hard because we will often when we feel really kind of sad and hopeless in a relationship we almost look to the other person to make it better for us so we kind of sit in our state of sadness and think well if I'm sad for long enough then the other person must know that and must come and make it better for me know what I'm thinking
1: detect what I'm thinking and come and rescue me without me asking Ah. yeah so often have I played this game yes
0: so I think this is kind Mm -hmm. of like a pattern of behavior that we see playing out Mm -hmm. but I Genuinely believe that, and, and I've kind of changed my views over the over the years about kind of how relationships work, and and hence kind of why I do the work that I'm doing. But I think that if we genuinely want something to happen in the relationship, we've got to take um, we've got to take responsibility for that. So an example would be I. If I've gone kind of two weeks and me and my partner haven't been out or done something or feel like we've spent enough time together, because we do generally try and eat dinner together every night, but that's mm. sometimes not always enough, right? So we can be sat at dinner and we have a good always have kind of good conversation, talk about kind of what's going on, but sometimes it's not enough. You need more than that. Mm -hmm. yeah so if it's been sort of like two weeks three weeks and kind of schedules have just been a bit mental then you know I will say look it's been too long now I need I need something (laughs) I need something other than kind of just the daily kind of um you know the 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 daily behavior of of kind of living together you know I want I want more than that I want something outside of that that makes me feel like we are connecting and we're having fun and we've got a shared experience together. Yes.
1: I again, the responsibility is shared and there's no sort of pass from like us, you know, uh uh picking up our sleeves and getting into the muck of it.
0: Yeah. But I mean, you know, you could sit there in that scenario and say, well, you know, my other half should take responsibility. They should kind of be feeling the same way that I'm feeling, but they maybe experience fun in a slightly different way and they don't need mm. that kind of same whether, you know, in this case, it's kind of more of an external experience. But if, um, you know, if they're, if, they're, if their idea of fun is, is actually, I feel that we have fun on a daily basis when we connect and that's enough for them, then they're not going to be kind of of the same mindset, in which case, yeah, yeah. you know, it is time to you to say, look, do you, do you know what? It's been a little while. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of get dressed up. I want to go out. Oh. I want to oh, yeah. experience a nice meal together and yeah. just feel like the rest of the world isn't there and doesn't matter and it's just you and I. Yeah.
1: If you have that resentment, like you're like, I don't want to take the first move. Uh, I don't want to get vulnerable. I want to be, I'd rather be right than actually Mm. be proactive. How do you get out of your own ego?
0: So I think the question is like, what, what do I want to, what do I want to achieve? What's my outcome? where do I want to be what do I want to happen and I think the then the next step from that should always be okay what's in my control what is in my gift Mm. what can I do about this Mm
1: -hmm. yeah um that's a good thing for me to think about I still am like yeah but uh, um I'd rather be right I'd rather sacrifice this relationship and see it go off the cliff than uh counter my own feelings of resentment and entitlement that are not being met, uh, gosh, man, it's a lot to get out of my own ego, but yes. What is within my gift? Honestly, you know, I've heard a lot in past relationship that, you know, where I've been stewing and been like, Oh, my partner's not doing anything. They're being a jerk. And then I hear later, well, like, no, you were being cold and distant and I didn't know how to approach you. So, I mean, like, I am a bitch when I want to be. And I, but I'm like, no, but you have to understand, I'm just hurt. Just start treating me nicely and I'll warm up. No, I'm an ice princess.
0: Yeah, but the thing here is, right, nobody's talking about how they're actually feeling. Everyone's internalizing it and um, just kind of doing their own silent protest of their, you know, because their needs aren't getting met, but they're not actually communicating what it is that, what, you know, what is that they want. So, you know, classic example, I was coaching with some people. They hadn't been um kind of spending time together, connecting as they should have been, and they had the opportunity for a whole week to be able to mm. do that. Neither one of them kind of uh, you know, picked up the phone or asked the question or said, What are you doing? When can we get together? So they they just kind of spent the whole week not being uh, together and not communicating, and it's the biggest thing that they need in the relationship right now. So because they didn't voice, you know, each one of them's almost kind of waiting for the other person to make the first move. And they're making these assumptions mm. then. Oh, well, that, that person, maybe they're busy or mm. maybe they don't want to spend time together this week. Like, So because of all that, mm. all of the mm. unspoken stuff is actually governing what's happening in their relationship. Oh, my gosh, yes. Isn't that funny
1: how I know this to be true? Um, it's so true. I've been through it far too many times. <laughs> well, and I have, I have had a relationship actually come to a close and die mm. on the unspoken. Yeah. And I look back on that and I'm like, if we'd actually brought the unspoken into the spoken, yeah. we might have taken a different path. And it is what yeah. it is. You know, uh, not every relationship is meant to be saved. And it's okay because sometimes we we have to learn on the job, right? There's really no way to intellectualize. So, But it is, there are relationships that uh, will die on the unspoken. Mm -hmm.
0: I think the other thing I'd say is, you know, based on that scenario that you described before is when there is this kind of like hurt and sadness and it's really, really difficult to do this, but the best thing to do is to try and kind of park it and pop it to one side mm. and really then just think okay what would be kind of like one or two small things that I could do right now to try and get some of that fun back try and kind of get myself back into the relationship mm. because even just kind of dedicating I don't know five ten twenty minutes a day to doing something that you mm. both feel like is a fun activity then or a fun way to connect with each other can be just what you need to start to unlock mm. some of that sadness that's there and actually kind of change some of the feelings that you're having
1: and we only need like a one degree shift
0: yeah yeah
1: that's so true it's and it's a little bit of seeing your partner's humanity again and yes. a little tiny bridge to seeing something that you recall that brings mm. you back to to times when you were closer yeah and that can often light quite a significant spark
0: yeah Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm feeling for the people who feel very locked behind their own ego and waiting for the other person to make the first move and sticking in the unsaid or being trapped in the unsaid.
0: But it's often, it's (sighs) fear of rejection. So in some of those situations that we're talking about where you don't want to reach out to your partner and say, do you fancy doing something or, um, or saying kind of, this is how I'm feeling and this is what I would like to be different or Mm. kind of sharing something that kind of feels like quite vulnerable thing to share we don't want to do that because we don't want the other person to kind of reject that request but often that isn't the result but we still end up by not doing anything we end up stuck in this situation that we don't want permanently oh gosh
1: yeah and stuck in a situation which which i mean it's just days before I mean, it's the nails in the coffin. It's just not days. It's weeks, maybe months, maybe years, maybe years uh, before it's a, um, it finally dies out. Mm. Yeah. We've all been there, you know, and again, there's no judgment as to whether what the outcome is going to be, but, um, if there is some small thing and you're going to learn this lesson one way or the other in some relationship today, next year, five years from now, it's your choice. I've realized that I now want to learn the lessons now uh, and not keep turfing things down the road and being like, I just want to find a better communicator. (laughs) (laughs) That's not it. Mm. So yeah, no, this is, this is really helpful. Gosh, what a, I love, I'm loving your uh, hot topics these days because it's just provoking. They're so open-ended and they, they hit, they trigger, such a knowing i think in all of yeah. us who've gone a yeah. little bit down the road of the war of relationship right oh yeah battle weary mm-hmm. yeah indeed but not giving up that's why yeah. we're all here that's why you're listening folks nobody <laughs> who's listening has given up on relationship
0: yeah yeah all so, right now we're nice and toasty and warm yes, shall we yes. take a question
1: yes let's go for it
0: term relationship for almost 13 years i've been waiting for a proposal for over a decade we have three kids and they ask why aren't you and dad married i'm in my 30s and all of our friends are getting married whenever i mention it he doesn't seem interested at all it doesn't sit right with me that we aren't married should i give up hope
1: okay wow there's a lot of unsaid stuff here indeed yeah so what do you imagine are the assumptions that are sort of left unspoken about in this relationship and this is not uncommon
0: no not not. uncommon no i think this is still the thing isn't it like i'm guessing this is kind of male and female relationship and i do i have a challenge with this Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i still think that why in this day and age are is it down to kind of the band still to decide when people get married? Like surely this is mm. like a massive decision and it's something that you should make as a couple together. Mm-hmm.
1: So do you think this is a situation where um, she has never been asked and she's yes. never said
0: that she's interested in getting married? I think, well, it sounds like from the kind of question that they've had some discussions about it and the kids have asked questions and that sort of thing, but they're not getting down and kind of open and discussing how they both really feel about this situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and I don't know if it's because you know like the proposal it's supposed to be a surprise and you know the the air of kind of magic around it I guess and is is that why people kind of feel more reluctant, like less you know able to discuss stuff or reluctant mm-hmm. to kind of share what they'd like to do I just I don't know
1: yeah. I mean, there's just, there's so much that, well, I mean, and they say to, uh, there's many who think that sort of with more, uh, freedom, reproductive health, freedom for women has become, has actually done us a disservice in that there is no impetus or there's no motivation for commitment. Um, so when marriage used to be the gate through which you'd have to pass to be able to have sex,
0: mm. everybody
1: was really kind of rushing to the gate. Um, whereas now we have so much reproductive health freedom, we've got control over our contraception, or at least that's in certain jurisdictions. Um, so now there's literally no reason to get married. Um, you mentioned three children. So these folks have actually had a family. Yeah. Don't have to get married. So, uh, because the necessity is gone that I think a lot of us women are very, um, folks in general are shy about the fact that we still want something that's considered traditional and in fact Mm. our own kind like feminism itself is sort of asking why do you need a piece of paper why do you need to formalize marriage is a trap you know um i think that we don't feel confident to be able to explain to to be able to voice and to proudly to say i want to get married
0: Mm.
1: but it, it it seems uncool um you know a commitment phobic partner can at- easily hide behind if, if you don't explain that you want this and your partner is commitment phobic, then it'll be this like unspoken stalemate.
0: Mm. And
1: But the big thing is, is yeah, this person has not said, you know what? I want to get married. It's really important to me. Sure. Yeah. Don't need to. It's just a piece of paper. It's a whatever. I want to formalize it. I want to yeah. celebrate our togetherness. Mm. And it's important for me. But yeah. those words may or may not have been spoken. It's hard to tell. Maybe the partner is very commitment phobic and has heard that. Is like, well, maybe later. Maybe after mm. we. Why don't we buy a house first and then stabilize and then we can maybe think about it. So any manner of things. Mm. Kicking the can down the road.
0: Yeah, I think often the financial part of it I think plays into it as well because, I mean, it's bloody expensive, right? Like. <laughs> I mean, yes.
1: Well. <laughs> Um, but then even rethinking like,
0: yeah, at the end of the day, I've
1: done a courthouse wedding. So it like, you know, costs $25 to register your wedding. And, and then you go back. And I mean, if you, I guess that's the, then the nitty gritty details Well, what kind of wedding is it? a yeah. uh, courthouse wedding or do you want something bigger? I mean, but yeah. expense doesn't have to be the thing that, that is an excuse.
0: I, yeah. I don't think it has to be the thing, but I don't know, I'd bet this person wants a big wedding. <laughs> uh, uh. I'm not thinking you wait for like, you know, over a decade for a proposal and uh, uh. then happy with some kind of small quiet affair. Hmm.
1: Well, but I mean, I wouldn't assume, cause I, I mean, I guess in, in a way that's not judgmental, I would ask, it's funny cause I, I, what I'd like to ask this person is what makes this important? What elements, what would be hmm. important to you about getting married? That feels judgmental, like, well, why do you want to get married? What's important, so important about it? That's My question is, what all is important?
0: I don't think it's about being judgmental. So I think it is about saying kind of, you know, why, what's the significance? What would it mean to you to be married? Like, how would that feel different for you in your relationship? What would it bring that you don't have to do? They mm. would be the things I'd explore. Hmm.
1: What do you think, because um, I've been in a situation where, I wanted a step up on commitment and, uh, didn't adequately voice my, uh, request, you know, again, (laughs) learning, learning every day. Um, and, and if you'd asked me those questions, I would have said, well, um, you know, I want somebody to feel seriously about me, Mm -hmm. uh, to commit. I want to be motivated to commit. I I don't want to see that we could just walk away from this, uh, every day. And there's people who, don't have a marriage contract between them and they approach every day as serious as they were married. I mean, it doesn't have to be the thing that makes things serious, but Mm -hmm. for a lot of us and that's me in that bucket is it, it really formalizes like we are, we are deciding to honor our commitment to our, to do the hard work and to place our own egos to the side, to make this crazy experiment work over a long period of time and keep running the marathon every day. So Mm -hmm um yeah for me and because I'm such so anxious and rejection phobic I mean my concern is always like this person can take a hike any day and and to be honest like a lot of folks who are avoiding getting married are fear avoidant you know mm-hmm. insecurely attached and they would like to have the option to jet any day so you know yeah
0: but The reality is right if you want to leave a relationship whether you're married or not you can still leave it but- I know this to be true you know, yeah. that contract does not say that you are never, ever going to be kind of, you know, a part that, you know, that you're in this for life. There was there was always the intention when you take some vows that you kind of are intended to stay with that person.
1: And I think that's the important thing is the intention. Mm. I think and not, it's not for everybody. Uh, and mm. I've come in and out of this. But I think for people who want to find a voice of the why, because it seems so... It seems so trivial these days, again, Mm -hmm. because there's really no need to get married. And so to to rationalize it, because I think when we aren't able to find the words for why it's important, we end up backing down and then we end up backing down off a need that is truly present and it keeps coming back up again Mm -hmm. and again and again. So articulate it like I'm expressing an intention. My partner is expressing their intention and we cross into a different zone together, a different zone of understanding. Uh, That we will place our own egos aside um, to be able to sort of work on this grander thing. That it's not just a fair weather thing. And I, yeah, I I think uh, for some people, and it may be this person who's writing in, is this is an important uh, marker for them.
0: Yeah. Well, it's one of the kind of major decisions in life, isn't it? So we make decisions about kind of where do we want to live? Like how many kids do we want to have? Like, you know, where... What are some of the kind of major achievements that we'd like to to have as a as a couple and individually? You know, we talk about kind of lots of the big, more kind of, momen- you know, monumental parts of a relationship. And these are the things that we need to be discussing yeah. with each other to avoid disappointment that rolls on and on and on as it is in this situation. Mm-hmm. There's an expectation or an anticipation that one day it'll happen, whether, you know, because of longevity then. You know, if we've been together for that long, then surely I kind of feel this sense of expectation and we've got kids and we, Mm. so like why, it's almost a kind of like, why wouldn't we be married? Like, Mm. I get the feeling that this listener doesn't understand why, why they're not married already. Yeah. Gosh, so you know, yeah. It's important to have a chat about this and just say, look, you know, I've been thinking about this a little a little bit recently and, you know, I'd really, I really would like to do this and these are the reasons, these are my reasons why. Yeah. Like I'm interested in hearing your thoughts mm. because at the minute, I'm kind of making it all up in my head and that's not fair mm. to you. So um, I, w- I um. want to be fair to you and I want to hear your side of things. Oh my
1: gosh, I feel like writing that down because that's exactly... Um, I'm bringing this up because the story that I'm telling in my head paints yeah. you in a terrible light. I don't want to do yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. Very, very true. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think this is probably the season for it too because there's uh, oh, a, yeah. you know, a lot of folks are going to weddings and they're going mm. to weddings with their spouse or sorry, with their, with their partners and boyfriends and so forth. And they're like, this is a really triggering season, if I might overuse that term. Um, there's this feeling of, well, her boyfriend proposed to her and loves her. Why doesn't my boyfriend love me enough to be able to propose to me? I think a lot of people are going to weddings and having that thought pop up. So I think there's a lot of resentful, quiet stone silence in cars driving back from weddings this month so I love these words to help to put a constructive conversation on the books between two people
0: yeah yeah communication (laughs) (laughs) did we mention that you should talk to your partner (laughs) but
1: you know talking to our partner with kindness right rather than um how would this have gone in my last relationship uh driving home from wedding stone cold silent what's wrong nothing are you sure? <laughs> Nothing. And then half an hour later, blow up. You know, um, oh gosh. I, yeah. Anyways, whatever, so whatever toxic spewing, like you never blah, blah, you always blah, blah, And, uh, Julie's yeah. husband loves her now and uh, we'll never get married and you don't love me. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. So not that, <laughs> not that, <laughs> please. <laughs> Lessons Try and in love. You've got it. Oh, all right. Oh. Oh. all right what's what's your evening looking like
0: well it's still raining in here <laughs>
1: what oh my god i keep like tuning in i'm like is it any hotter than 18 degrees and it's like no
0: i don't think so oh. i have got shorts on today though i'm trying to okay. pretend it's summer even though it's not summer oh gosh i okay. thought i'd just do it yeah see what's what but yeah no just, okay. it's not getting any better Yeah, 19 degrees and raining. Oh my god,
1: that's ridiculous. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Okay, you're going to have the most fabulous September. It's going to be such a long summer in September.
0: Fingers crossed. Mm
1: -hmm. All right, my dear,
0: we'll (laughs) stay warm and dry. I will do.
1: Stay sassy.
0: Yes. (laughs) Till next time. Till next time. So, that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass.